Hello, hello. How's everybody doing out there in the big world today? <laughs> yes, yes. There are many things that we question and wonder about. I've got plenty of those that come along. Some of those that popped up today is uh, the fact of um, the widow life as far as who gets to choose or, or, or why is it only that you get to be um, considered a widow for two years. I guess it's for tax purposes, you know. I haven't really got down that far, but I would say um, when you have a homestead on your house, that is supposed to protect you and your family from, you know, financially, from financial circumstances so that you, you can have a little bit more flow going on in that month to, to do things with your family, you know. Um, I don't think that anybody at that office should be... Sorry, I'm driving, so I have to pay attention here. I don't think anybody at the office should be able to uh, remove that due to due to uh, not receiving a contact back. I got a piece of mail with a you know a letter asking it me to check off the box if I still lived there. Well. I've been going through a lot. It's not an excuse. I did see it. Now, I didn't think it was that important of a deal, but apparently it was. And um, because I didn't fill out that box and return it, the homestead was removed. But when that happened, some more hardship came down. As I was beginning to go up, I was starting to come back down. Uh, I... can't explain this or get anybody to feel that on my side when I go in there and I ask them to please put it back on for those years that were removed um, because they want to follow inside the system and do the groove of that and my question and wondering is when somebody's walking through something for the first time why can they not give a little bit of forgiveness a little leeway for the first timers because what they're doing is looking at a computer screen that holds numbers and dates and times and I will tell you as through my walkthrough so far during this experience of the new beginning of walking through things I haven't done before um I'm having a difficult time fitting into everybody's equation of time limits. And I can, uh, I know how to get out of that is, you know, by getting a job. Because then I would have the income. But I wouldn't be learning the things that I'm learning right now. If I was um, bringing in the extra income. Um, But I would definitely say that if... I'm coming at you emotionally or trying to explain to you that you don't understand what that lift of the homestead 
the aftermath that it has now created and the hardship that I'm going through right now because of it. Um, it would have been nice to go a little bit of the extra mile, maybe call me because I did not receive a phone call. Um, or look up my address. You can see who my lender is. Call my lender. They will be able to show and tell you that I've been making payments every month and I'm living there. Now, they will only bring me back to 2016 and it will not go into effect until June. So I'm basically stuck with the water stuff because I'm not covered under the homestead at this time. Um, I thought, hey, what about the no child left behind law? That's got to trump your mail <laughs> and me staying if I live here or not. Because uh, they live underneath the roof and we almost got foreclosed on and we almost lived, we could have been homeless in the streets. But it's more important that you follow your system than it is to understand the walkthrough that could happen when your people remove stuff. Um, now this guy said that he could understand my position. No, you cannot. You have to be beside me. You have to be going through it with me to feel that. Because right now, all you're looking at is a scream. And then hearing a woman on the other side who is possibly sounding crazy with her emotions because it can't be, it can't be felt. Um, and I can't go around suing everybody every time stuff happens. And I'm, I, I'm just learning, so I don't really know what all laws protect me. But I'm saying this. There are a small percentage of young widows in, a, in the United States. And the percentage being low, um, I really think that we should come together wherever you're at, wherever you live. It really doesn't matter. We might have different rules in different states, but if we come together, I think we could be stronger and we could learn more together about how to protect our, our, our families and things from other people on the outside that, you know, or maybe see if we can't fight for some new, a new revision because I do believe it has been a while. Now, I don't understand. I'll tell you my difficulty this far has been... I was, you know, I'm told that none of my assets are supposed to be counted against me as far as collaterals. So I wasn't able to get SNAP food and uh, health benefits for, you know, because we, first of all, our house is too much. Now they had just made it to where you can't look at cars anymore. So now they're looking at where you live. And if your home is at a certain um, value, you can't get SNAP benefits. Now, I made too, I was bring, also bringing in too much money, but I th you're not supposed to count those things. And it gets confusing. So in the marketplace, you know, you got to be doing, your t you got to make sure you claim taxes. But on the widower's side, if you don't make enough money uh, to claim your taxes, then you're exempt from it. So therefore, I feel like I should have been taken over by the state because you're putting me, I don't know, right now I'm about to lose my um, health insurance if I don't report my 2016 deal. 
But in my opinion, it would have been easier if the state would have rode along with me. So that I wouldn't have to mess around with the marketplace and all these other middle people. And um, keep up with all the paperwork and stuff. It's enough just to walk through things the first time. You know, let alone trying to figure out all the rules and the laws. So, I think some things could be, like, revised. And I would like to know, too, what gives the right of a um, marketplace insurance company that you've been with for a while to deny a pre-authorization from a long-time doctor that you go to uh, to deny it and, and then want you to go to a different doctor, a specialist, which costs more out-of-pocket, so that they can have further details. Um, because I was told for the prescription I take, I, there's something like 50, 50, age 55, now, it is a, uh, what do you call it? It's, um, it's one of those medicines that, I forget the name of it, but it's one of those things where it's extra caution, okay? But if you accepted his pre-authorization the year before, and you have history to where you can see how many years I've been taking this medicine, I'm going to think, that you're denying me so that you can save your health insurance money. So you can save your company money. That's how I look at it. Because I don't understand what was the difference between last year and this year. I'm one year older. Now that's the only difference. <laughs> but I don't know about laws and how much the change. But I would say if you get a pre-authorization from your doctor and it shows that they accepted it the year before... You really, uh, no, you need to accept it again. I mean, I shouldn't have to go to wherever a doctor you tell me to go to because you don't like it. I mean, I've been on this for a while, so now you're messing with me. Now I'm paying out of pocket. So what is the use of getting market insurance because you can't afford the health insurance? And then I'm still, when I pay out of pocket, it's basically paying for health insurance. Because it's $120 for one prescription, for that one bottle of prescription that isn't, uh, that isn't being covered. Um, and there's a lot of things that I've been walking through that I'm just really appalled at because I feel like people are more. Now, I come from a side of the hairdressing world where we do everything we can to satisfy our customers. The customers are always right. But every person that I have come across in the handling of procedures from being a widow has been not the customer side. It is the business side. It is the system side. And it is we don't break for nobody. So I feel like, what, what's going on here? Where is the humanity anymore? Does, do you not have a heart? Do you understand what you just did to me? I did it to myself, yes, because I didn't check off the box. But they don't know what I've been going through. I was in the hospital. You know, I had a blood transfusion and everything. So, I mean, if you went the extra mile before you swipe that off and just check the address, it would show you who my lender is. 
I'm not sure if it would or not, but I'm sure you could get those connections and then you could find out if I'm still living there or not. Um, it's just certain things. And then I'm wondering about this tax stuff. Like, why would it be considered in your taxes um, an upgrade to your home when your home has been destroyed by uh, weather? Okay, if it's a hail damage thing and it is going through your insurance and you're getting like for like material, I don't care if it's newer because of the year, it's still like for like material. And yes, it's newer, but is it a cosmetic upgrade that should increase the value of your home? I say not because it is a fix. You are fixing that home to be back to where it was before the storm hit. So it's like, why are we putting this stuff down on taxes? Now, if, now, if you want to do it because nothing is wrong with your house and you want to upgrade it, then go ahead, put that price down in your taxes. That's just my opinion and I'm allowed to it. But I'm noticing some things. And I never used to be on the presidential side or all this stuff. But boy, I'm glad it came in. It's coming in like it, it is. It's opening my eyes. I'm, I am learning things that I w- was not aware of before. And it's important to me because I've always been about the people. People is always number one to me before the dollar signs come in. And it hurts me. That I feel like every, the places that I've been encounter with and asking for some forgiveness and a little bit of understanding. Where is it? It's gone. It's gone. I was like, man, I miss the mom pop shop days. Like the mom and pop, like everybody knows your name, the cheers or whatever. But I'm working on a different side of the realm. You know, I'm working with, I'm trying to work with the governments and the social securities and the real estates and the tax assessors and all that fun stuff <laughs> that I have never done before because my husband took care of all that stuff. I think it is time maybe for another law <laughs> or a revision, a revised for the young widowers because with the new laws that are coming into place, with the Texas standing aside from America, um, we need to understand what is a disability and what is not considered a disability. Because I would say losing your spouse encumbers a disability. And how long it is for each person, I cannot say, because we are all different. But do not, uh, you know, make me try. If I'm not fitting within your time, it's because I'm also running on other people's times. It's not just flowing right together, okay? Where's, can we have a little bit of like first time walk through forgiveness for certain things? Because I can't get my homestead back onto my home until June. And this water deal, it's mine to take care of now. But if it was never removed, I'd be protected. If it was never removed, I wouldn't have gone through a remodification. And I could be standing somewhere and 
and I wouldn't have to shut the doors to what I was trying to grow towards in my career. Um, I understand there's mistakes. We're human beings. It happens. But what I'm asking is, where is, where is the heart? Where is the heart? The compassion. I understand you can't do that to everybody. You'll be a mess. You can't keep up with your stuff. But if somebody's walking to it, through it for the first time and they falter, they error, I think they should be allowed to uh, re-sign up for whatever it is, you know, the homestead deal and not have to take a hit and take the misses that I'm taking now because I didn't meet the deadlines within your system. You didn't meet the deadlines within the system of taking care of a widow if you want to look at it religiously. In my opinion, and I am entitled to have it, and if there's anybody else out there who might be going through the same thing, maybe they don't know what they're going through yet because it does take a while for things come to light. Because when you're going through it for the first time and it's fresh, you are walking through that blindly until it begins to be shown to you. Okay? So I, I, this is all I got to say. I was just like, I'm, I'm, I'm upset right now. So I get emotional, and I get angry, and I ask questions, and I wonder. But most of all, I wonder, where is the humanity? And, and it can't be felt if you never stood in it. So I get that. <laughs> and that's a good thing, too, because uh, I, I don't know. I thought that me going to court and... and uh, Getting the house and the probate will and winning it or whatever. Uh, it would protect us against those people that did try to be debts and creditors that come after you. But because that was lifted, those other things started happening. That were supposed to protect me. So I think the person before they go and erase the homestead needs to take as many steps as they possibly can to find out. Because I did not receive a phone call. I called them. And when I called them, I was told that they could not be fixed and we cannot go backwards to fix it. Hence why I did it today. Because it depends on who you talk to and ask questions to. So if we're calling and asking questions to the people that answered the phones, the operators, really we can't blame it on them. Because we're the operators too. And... uh I'm learning about these laws, and I'm really hoping I can find something that trumps this one with the homestead deal, because I thought that the my uh, probate will could, because it's supposed to protect us, and I'm like, you know, it should have never been removed. As long as myself or my children are living in this home, that homestead is to remain here and not to be lifted. But I can understand how they need to go ahead and erase things. Like if you move and you might forget that there was a homestead on there. I'm sorry, that's up to the uh, real estate person who's selling the house. That's your responsibility. You need to be accountable for that. Not the uh, appraiser office and whatever the people that work there to delete it. The chief can delete it. I don't know who gets to delete it. 
Who gets to make that decision? But look, think about it. You can't think about it unless you've been through it before. But we were almost homeless out on the streets. And you're not breaking for me. And you're still not hearing me. The anyways, heck, what you gonna do? Anybody wanna call me, text me, whatever, have anything to say, their opinion about this? Well, come on, I'm here. Let, let's do this. You wanna talk about whatever else? Maybe that bothered you during the day. You need to get it off your chest and you don't really wanna do that and infect wherever you are at your business or at your home. We need outlets. Come over here to cross your heart. I'm here for you. I can be an outlet. Even if you just need an ear. Alright. You guys have a great and blessed day.